Hello and welcome to The Life of Riley from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Life of Riley. The Life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. And now, The Life of Riley. Ever since war worker Riley and family left their native Brooklyn and came out to California, travel and vacations have both been taboo. Riley's daughter, Babs, and son, Junior, are sounding off on this state of affairs right now. Gosh, all our friends are vacationing down the beach, except us. Well, I tried to talk Daddy into renting a beach house, but he said forget it. Hey, Dad, how about using psychology? Uh, I'll bet if Pop got Mommy to vacation, he'd move us down there. Well, Mother does need a change. Well, sure. Who's going to look after our parents if we don't? Oh, I bet I could ride a surfboard like crazy. Oh, Mother and Daddy could have a nice rest while we were swimming and, and dancing. Oh, my dear children. Button your lips, Sid. Oh, Hello, Uncle Buckley. What a pretty picture. Two young heads close together, dreaming dreams of youth. <laughs> Did you want something in the icebox, Uncle Buckley? There is an icebox. Oh, how absent-minded of me. I was looking for my tobacco pouch. But since I have the icebox open, let me see. Mmm, cold roast pork. Ah. Lay off that, Uncle Buckley. You had dinner with us. That's for Pop when he gets home from work. Uncle Buckley, do you think Daddy's working too hard? Hard work never hurt anybody. Never bothered me. No, and Pop says you never bother it. <laughs> you, yeah. Uncle Buckley, don't you think Daddy and, and all of us could use a vacation down to the seashore? Oh, yes, indeed I do. Oh, then why don't you tell Pop that Mom needs a rest? Oh, Pop's easier to work on. Well, he's a very stubborn man, but I'll, I'll see what can be done. I... Get quiet. Here comes your mother now. Oh, children, I've got to go to a meeting at the Red Cross. Uh, Margaret, uh, my dear, uh, don't you think that maybe Riley needs a little change? Sea uh, air uh, and... Oh, uh, have the children been talking to you, Uncle Buckley? Well, I... Uh, now, listen to me, all of you. Yes. Riley and I decided not to go away this year, and that's fine. Oh, Mom. And I don't want you worrying your father about it when he comes home tired. Oh, my goodness, I've got to run. Oh, there's your father now. I remembered not a word. Hello, dear. How's about a kid? <laughs> Hi, kid. Oh, good evening, Daddy. Hello, Pop. Boy, you look run down. Oh, yeah. uh, you going out to me? Yes, dear, I'm late now, but Dad knows all about your supper. Oh. Well, Sam, Junior, Uncle Buckley, remember what I said. Well, goodbye. I'm sorry I have to rush off. Oh, goodbye, Peg. Have a good time. Oh, uh, what a life. I come home, she goes out. She comes home, I'm asleep. Well, what's cooking on the stove? Cold roast pork. Hit me with a slab of that. I'll get it, Daddy. You sit right down. Yeah, I'll pour you some coffee. Poor Daddy, so tired. He has a nice kiss. 
Huh. Thanks, Ted. That's very nice. Oh, you want me to kiss your pop? No. <laughs> no, no. No, thanks, son. But I, I don't mind shaking hands. Oh, <laughs> oh a happy man you are. Yep. Here in the bosom of your family that you love. And all love. Yeah. Yeah, our family is very popular with each other. <laughs> and taste that meat which loving hands have fashioned for you. A gastronomic triumph. Mm. Savory, succulent, satisfying. Uncle Berkeley, stop staring at my plate. Every time I take a floor full of meat, your eyes convoy it up to my teeth. <laughs> Riley, my boy, Riley, you're a bundle of nerves. And you need a change, as sure as I'm your uncle. I need a change of uncles. <laughs> Look, why don't you put on a pair of my shoes and take a walk? Go ahead. <laughs> Riley, I will not be put off. Not where your welfare is concerned. What your poor father needs, children, is a, a short stay at the seaside. God, why didn't I think of that? Not sent to a no seashore. Going away on a trip in wartime is unpatriotic, uneconomical, and impossible. <laughs> but it isn't a long trip, Dad. It's only an hour by bus. Okay, we'll live here at home and you kids can commute. Oh, that's no good. That wouldn't be any change for Mother. Yes, Ryan. Have you noticed Pig's color lately? The roses have gone from her cheeks. <laughs> My wife's complexion looks okay to me. Nice and pink it looks. That's because your eyes are bloodshot. <laughs> now, look, you know, Peg needs her rest, Riley. She admitted tonight that she was weary. She did, huh? Mm. That's right, Pa. But she said not to bother you about it. That's why we haven't mentioned it. <laughs> well, that's... It's just like Peg getting all tired out and trying to hide it from me. Well, I'd I, I like to fool her. I'd li I like to give her a vacation by surprise. Oh, then let's do it, huh? Yes, how can I do it? Where are you going to find a house at the beach now? One step at a time, Riley. If I find a house at the beach for you, will you take it? Well, it has to be a house I wanted. I ain't going to pay a year's salary for two weeks in some old piano box with windows, you know. <laughs> Look, if I find a place you approve of, will you take it? Well, oh, Daddy! Give me time to say yes, why don't you? Junior! Junior, he said yes! Oh, oh boy, when do we stop? Now, wait a minute. Don't get all excited. Uncle Buckley's got to find the house first, and I said he can't do it. Sir, I accept the challenge, nephew. <laughs> we shall consult my old friend, Julius Hogan. For the past couple of weeks, he's had his finger in the real estate game. Julius would go to the ends of the earth for me. We don't want a place at the ends of the earth. We want her at the edge of the ocean with a nice, clear view of the fog. Oh, hello, Mr. Hogan. Back from supper? Mamie, I just put over a deal. Family from Boston paid me a $50 bonus, and I rented them that early California chicken house. Back at 120 Stone Canyon Road. <laughs> yes, sir, maybe this renting game looks very promising to me. Well, if money keeps growing in this way, pretty soon you can afford to buy a license and operate openly. Come now, maybe. Let's not go to extremes. 
Listen, I've just prepared a remarkable little legal document. Let me read it to you. <clears throat> I, John Doe, being of sound mind and wishing to rent the house, do ipso facto hereby retain Julius Hogan to rent that house for me at such and such a monthly rental beginning immediately. Done this such and such day or whatever, signed John Doe. Who is this John Doe? And where are you going to find him a house? Uh, <clears throat> Mamie, let me explain. I put a real man's name in where it says John Doe. Oh. Uh -huh. His real man will be a man who already has a house and is living in it, but he's crazy enough to want to move. When he signs this, he thinks it means I'll rent a house for him to move into. Oh. What it really says is that I'll rent the house he's in for him to somebody else. You get it? But then the first man won't have any house. Only temporarily. I'll do the same thing to another man. And move my first man into the second house. Etc., etc., etc. Every time I move a man into a new place, I make a friend. And uh, <clears throat> another commission. Oh, Mr. Hogan, you're smart. I tell you, maybe this idea of mine will go down in history. The Hogan plan for rotating tenants. Ah, <laughs> uh -huh, a sucker, a customer. <laughs> this may be the beginning of the Hogan plan. Good evening, gentlemen. Why, good old Buckley Turnbull. <laughs> Walk into my parlor. Uh, office, office, office. Uh, I, I want you to meet my nephew, Chester Riley. Well, well, glad to know you, Mr. Riley. Tell me. Do you smoke? Why, yes. Then you sit here near the ashtray. <laughs> Thanks, Hogan. Now, Hogan, let's get down to press rich. I want to rent a house for a while. Uh-huh. You want me to rent a house for you, right? Yes. Yeah, the big... We'll get to the details later. <clears throat> Now, uh, I have a rule, Mr. Riley. To prevent people wasting my time, I'm asking that they sign a literal document making me their legal agent. Well, I don't like signing no papers. They mix me up. I, I got an illegal head. I... <laughs> <laughs> There's no need to worry about this paper. <laughs> That's what they said when I signed the paper to buy the pool table. And for five years, the only guy I could shoot pool with was the man from the finance company. <laughs> <laughs> well, you read this paper before you sign. Oh, uh, here, look it over. Uh, uh, see, I, John Doe, being a sound mind, disagreement at the Duke so facto. Well, how about it, Riley? Fair and square, fine. Just sign on the uh -huh, I not so fast. There's a couple of things I want in here. Well, just tell Hogan what you want, Riley. Certainly. Well... How big a house is this you're going to rent for? Mm -hmm. uh, how many rooms do you have now? Six. Then we'll put in this contract that the house I rent for you will have at least six rooms. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What's wrong, friend? I want it fixed so the house you're renting for me is going to have no more than six rooms. What's the difference? Plenty. The more rooms, the more company moves in on you. One of those squatting on me is enough. <laughs> now, now, Riley, you know very well that my stay with you is only temporary. <laughs> sure, Buckley. You're temporary. So is the rock of your brother. Fix, fix that up, Buckley. No more than six rooms. <clears throat> it is. 
I can see you're a shrewd trader, Mr. Riley. I've been around a little, but you see, Buckley, I got this guy under work. Riley, you're rude. Well, when a fella comes to me with something to sign, I read it over with a fine-tooth comb. Now, Hogan, put in there that I won't rent the house until I've seen it myself. Riley, don't you trust Julius's judgment? Well, sure I trust him, but I want everything written down in black and blue. You're a hard man, Riley, but if you insist, uh, it's uh, not to uh, rent the house till you've seen it yourself. Yes, sign right now. Just a minute. Put in there that the house must be facing the ocean. Oh. Well, all right, that's him, too. The, uh, the Pacific Ocean. Put it in there. <laughs> as the result of Riley's uh, deal with the slippery Mr. Hogan. And now back to the life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. An hour later, and outside the Riley house, a car loaded with luggage pulls up. Inside the house, Riley is telling Junior how he outsmarted Hogan. Uh, you should have seen Hogan's face, Junior. Why I had that guy eating the pond right off my head. <laughs> Just a minute, I said to him. Oh, that's me, Pop. When do we start for the beach? Hogan, I says, I want action. So he says, I'll get it tonight. And Hogan's the type of guy, if he says I'm going to get it, I'll get it. <laughs> I hear somebody coming up the steps now. Maybe it's Mom. Yeah. That ain't your mother. She don't wear dress nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go see. Oh, good evening. What? You still here? Certainly I'm here. I live here. This 1313 Blueview Terrace? Yeah, that's right. Then you don't live here anymore. I live here now. Okay, fellow, bring in the bag. 
Where we put him, Peggy? In Uncle Buckley's room, of course. He didn't sleep on the couch. Oh. Well, won't it be a little crowded with two people and a baby and his three-quarter bed? I don't think Mr. Lawson would like that. I don't like it. I don't know what it is, but I don't like it. Oh, he got in here before I could lock him out, Pop. Lock me out, eh? I'll show you the law. Stop that. Stop that, Mr. Lewis. Mrs. Riley has invited us to save your own life. Inviting us? This is our house. Well, let's invite them to stay all night. Then. No, we're inviting you. Oh, Riley, don't start well, We're not sure who's right. I know who's right. So do I. I'm, I'm right. Quiet! Oh, 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 dear. Now you see what you've done, Riley. Oh, you walked the bed. I did not. Hey, he did. Oh, the <laughs> boy. Wait a minute, baby. Now, cut it out. We wait. Look, listen, baby. Look at your funny hands. Look at your baby. Look at that. Why, Riley? It's a girl. Oh, I'll be darned. She's smiling at him. Well, sure. I go over oh. big with the girls. <laughs> oh, she could be. Uh, baby, one of the rally parties to take them. Come on. <laughs> oh. oh, she wants you to hold her. <laughs> oh, come here for now, Riley. Uh, don't talk silly, Peg. I brought up two of my own, didn't I? Come on. You brought them up. Well, I did. <laughs> Hello, baby. Hey, oh, she's so pretty, pretty. Hey, Mom. Don't think Uncle Puppy's said to this kid to pull little things all time. But... Yeah, but listen, Riley. Right. About uh, who's leasing this house? Bob, we'll settle with both of tomorrow. I ain't letting this kid go out again tonight, tonight no matter what anybody says. Well, uh, thanks, Riley. Well, if you ain't putting me out tonight, I ain't putting you out either. Well, thanks, Riley. But, but first thing in the morning, out you go! Buckley, I do a whole voyage you, Riley. But why are you sleeping out here by the iPhone? Well, I knew this is where I trap you when you come in. Oh, now, now, that lay off that belt. I gotta keep that up for two o'clock meeting. Pop milk. Who's sick? Wake up the baby. Baby? Ryan, you don't mean me. Yes. She came tonight while she was out. But I never. <laughs> I never see. Peggy never said a word to me. Her own uncle. Well, how could she? She wasn't expecting it no more than I was. Why, you're joking, aren't you? There can't be a new baby here. There can't be, huh? Well, Uncle Buckley, go take a peek at what you are bed right now. My bed? Yes. I'm sleeping out here in the kitchen because Dad is with Peg in my room. Yes. And Junior is in Dad's room. Yes. And the baby doll man is in Junior's room. Yes. And the baby and his mother are in your room. Yes. And you're sleeping out in the hammock tonight. Ha! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Go 
Riley. Mrs. Riley's Paula Winslow, The Life of Riley is produced and directed by Irving Bradley. 